Well, 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 well. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. It is your boy, the franchise player, Double B Bad Blood, joined by the man who's the myth, the legend himself, the mixologist of professional wrestler, Mr. Chemical Julian. And Julian, can I just say, tonight, say it. tonight we saw some fucking Ooh. professional wrestling. Man, I, I, had, I had to change my shirt because I was sweating from all the heat. Whew, man, you want to talk about spitting the hot fire? Man, it was so much fire. I thought we were in hell. Whew, it was on fire, bro. Man, look, look. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let me start off by saying this the WWE, when they start their show, they put a promo out there, and the promo was so fucking lame that you've fallen asleep halfway through it. Well, I will tell you this the dream, the dream. Promo war started tonight. CM Punk, the voice of the voiceless, versus the mouth, the man who doesn't know how to shut the fuck up because he is better than you and you know it. MJF. And it was so funny because CM Punk interrupted MJF and he walked out last week and he just looked at him. And, and he MJ, fucking turned and MJ he walked away No, MJF decided to introduce himself and he and he stuck his hand out and he said, Maxwell. <laughs> and that was, was so a smug big though. Move. Like I looked at you when we were doing this. I looked at you and I said, What the fuck just happened? <laughs> it was laughed, awesome, man. It was awesome. Away. Look, and so, and what did you get? With all awesome. the shooting that was going on in the ring, I really surprised nobody needed a flag jacket. Oh, my God. Somebody called the police because it was a crime tonight. I'll tell you, from Ooh. the Triple H, dropping the Triple H to the you can't see me. Oh, my God. When he when he said, <laughs> oh, you lost your hustle, your loyalty, and your respect. I fucking dropped my phone. I was like, okay, it's on. It's about to be a fight. And then the, the, the line the line that got me, though, was when he said, you might just have to wait for Tony to have a child, a daughter, for so you, you can marry her. <laughs> man, it was... Oh, man. They, they, so it all started when CM Punk told him, you're nothing but a less famous Miz. After that, it was on and cracking. And he, he, that, he didn't even make a reference... Thinking. The thing is, ladies and gentlemen, he didn't make reference to the Miz. Like he said, that, you are a that guy. He straight up Miz. said, "You are a less version of the Miz." <laughs> oh my God! The it was on fire. The guns were blazing. That's the way you start a fucking wrestling show. I posted started, that as soon as Twitter started. As soon as it started on Twitter, I said, "This is wrestling." Um, made a reference to. CM Punk's failed MMA career. Um, actually, it really all started when MJF said, uh, you're the, what is it? You're the most meth-looking straight-head guy. You're the most straight-head meth-looking. Meth I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. And then it went on to the, you lost your hustle, Lord, with your respect. Uh I can see you. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, the Triple H reference. Oh, I man. mean, there was a was, few Triple H references. He was like, so you were second only, best, even second best to the King of Kings. And I was like, oh, fire. The only dig left undug was a reference to the Colt Cabana court case. Okay. So that right there, when you said that, I was like, too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> like, too soon. I Don't was like, do it. On the same Don't card in Chicago. This yeah. would have been the place to do it. He would have got lynched in Chicago for some shit like that. And I know, <laughs> you know, black man on the podcast, I shouldn't be talking about being lynched, but yeah, they just strung his ass up. And next week, AEW Dynamite is in Rhode Island, hmm. the home state of Maxwell Jacob Freeman. The fact that he said the lowest of low backwater ass Midwestern states, Chicago, Illinois, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, MJF. That dude, look, that dude got more heat than that one Blanchard person we were talking about. And then the smugness on his face when he took off his jacket, took off his scarf, <laughs> put his watch in his pocket, and Dipped rolled out. out the ring. <laughs> Dipped out. Ladies and gentlemen, look, even Cheryl has to say it right here. Cheryl has his right here. As much as I dislike MJF, he's fucking awesome on the mic. That dude, he is a young CM Punk. He is a young fucking CM Punk right there. And look, it re- yeah, he really did hate Triple H. The best part about the whole thing was the all the references they were making back and forth, it was all like off the cuff. Yeah. They just kept going and going and going. And the cool thing about this promo was that it wasn't slow. It wasn't like it was not. It wasn't like one of those promos where you're like, oh God, please, can we just get to the fucking match? Like literally, you watch a Wait, WWE oh. show. He'll wait like 30 minutes before the promo is over. This started out with a promo that led into the match that was there. And the heat just kept coming, just kept coming and just kept Ladies coming. and gentlemen, what this was, was like two drunk, angry spouses <laughs> spewing at each other. Any and all petty hatred they have had lingering in their hearts for quite some time that was coming out uh, at the behest of alcohol, except they're not married and they're not drunk. <laughs> and me just called me, call MJF like a fan. And the, on Twitter a couple of days ago, I saw a picture of CM Punk, a young CM Punk with an even younger MJF. Correct. Getting an autograph. Funny as shit. It was so great, man. This, this, this is how you start a wrestling show off. Like after the sorry ass Survivor Series we had on Sunday, the below we're talking like negative zero. Like that was three hours of my life I couldn't get back on Monday. It was horrible. Yeah, hey, hey, Petrov, hey, real shit, realism draws, and it was so real, so gritty. I was like, man. This is almost, I mean, like, seriously, this was this so, was the shit. This was Attitude Era 2.0 that everybody don't, don't say wishes and hope for. Don't, don't ever say 2.0. This is this is AEW. This is NXT 2.0. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do no that. 2.0s. No, no, no. Don't Second do that. Track. It's horrible. Like, don't, don't make me just, don't make me pray why at this show. The Reattitude Era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of here, ladies and gentlemen, before we get too far into the show, let me go ahead and drop this shameless plug right here because it's almost time, ladies and gentlemen. It is almost time. Is it and time to go stuff yourself? Well, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Like tomorrow. Fact, tomorrow. But Saturday, when like you are done, when you're done with all the Thanksgiving uh, rigmarole and all the other shit. You know what you can do? You can tune in and you can go to BCW Worldwide Presents Go Stuff Yourself Live on Pay-Per-View. Saturday, November 27th, November 27th live at the Holocene, 1001 Southeast Morrison. Doors open at 3.30. Bell time is at 4. Tickets are on sale right now. They're almost sold out. So you better hurry your ass on down and get your tickets at, t- at eventbrite.com backslash BCW Worldwide Presents Go Stuff Yourself. If you're, if you're, and you have to be 21 over to get in. You have to have a current vaccination card and or current negative test, not positive, negative test. Speaking of negative tests, I had to get a negative test today because I found out I came in contact with someone that got COVID, and I was like, what in the actual fuck? Damn it. Thank God for a test. Um, And I'm vaccinated too, so thank God for that. But 21 over, the show is all alcohol, all... It's, it's going to be an adult... It's going to be an adult-only show. But if you are at home and you're under the age of 21, you want to watch the show, it's real simple. All you got to do is head over to the email. Type in these words, bcwbooker at gmail.com. That is B-C-W-B-O-O-K-E-R at gmail.com. You can get that link to watch it live on pay-per-view. But what I wanted to do was this. Some of the guys, some of these guys at BCW, man, they're top tier, top notch. They have some of the most amazing promo work. And here's one of them.
Well, can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be off the fucking hook. And you know what's really crazy about this, Julian? What's so crazy about this? This show has had more of a buildup than Survivor Series did. <laughs> yeah, we're still shooting about that. Right anyway, about ladies that. and gentlemen, if you are down with the game, if you're down with BCW Worldwide, if you're down with checking these shows out, whew, man, oh, man, oh, man. Look. You can go ahead and go to www.slamchats.com to support your boys and girls here at bodyslam.net. That is www.slamchats.com. Hook your boys up. And before we get into the action, let me do this real quick. Shout out to my little sister. Happy, happy, happy birthday to my little sister, Faith. Um, She old as fuck, but you know, it is what it is. Happy birthday, Faith. Okay, enough shit. Enough, enough of my shameless plugs. Look at that. <laughs> Let's franchise player's got a little franchise sister. Man, man, oh, man, I don't know. She, she in California. She might come looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, man. You might have to book her for a run-in just because. Man. Anyway, not about lashes around. Oh my God, no kids, dude. You know what really sucks? You were gone. On, you were gone on Monday night. I was gone on Monday night. Did you miss Bobby yeah, Lashley's? Central. You miss Bobby Lashley's? Uh, <laughs> I um, the end of it. I sure did. <laughs> and I was clapping the whole time. <laughs> what can we call that? Let's call it um, Bobby Lashley's parent-teacher conference. <laughs> hey man, look, MVP told uh, told Ray, "You're a great wrestler, but you're a bad father letting your son come in this ring get abused like this." How about I'll you? Be how about you go ahead and shoot me Angie's phone number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did the old club of lang, man. I was pissing my pants when he said that. I was like, that is that is wrong. That is so. That was the best part of that shit show. I'll tell you right there. Hey man, anyway. so what I what I did miss was the whole thing about the egg, and then I read about it. And remember the many many conversations we've had about long form storytelling. Yeah. That story was like 12 hours old, if that. That was the longest story they've ever had. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's talk about stories. Let's let's talk about stories. CM Punk and, and, and fucking uh, QT Marshall. I don't know how this all started last week, but QT Marshall came down there. And, like, he didn't even get an intro. Like, after he came back from commercial break, he was in the ring. And they yeah, he was just there. Match. He was there. Ready to CM go. Punk told a story. He told a story, but several body slams. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> several body slams. And he was like, "Hey, you want another one?" And then yeah, he was like, yeah. "He was like, yeah, you want one? You want one?" That's right. She loves her big brother. That's right. How <clears throat> about your boy? Um, yeah, just several body slams. And Shane even had the audacity to say that uh, he must have came back from his bowling league. That's why he was. <laughs> <'cause> he worked... <laughs> <laughs> and he sold the hell of that last body slam too. Dude, he got slammed up. on a sack of bricks. Yeah, he, that was a that was a Dolph Ziggler slam um, um, cell right yeah, there. I'm sorry, yeah. um, but the match was actually pretty freaking good. If I have to give this match a rating, I literally will give this match a eight point five out, out of, 10. of ten. Out of ten, now, out of yeah, okay. Out of 10. Uh, I I saw what? CM Punk. I saw glimmers of old school CM Punk in this. So it was really funny coming off that promo. And the promo just hyped up me wanting to see him fight MJF. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, 
after that, it didn't really matter to me who he threw out there against him. It was just, uh, you know, a follow-up to it. So I give it a seven. I mean, the match was decent, um, but, you know, you really could have put anybody in that match against him tonight after he got talking done talking to MJF because that's what you want to see. Honestly, that did it. That did it. That right there sold me. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you sell a match. This is how you sell a match. You build the anticipation. Oh, yeah. You build a story. You don't put the match on Twitter. You don't put the whole card on Twitter and expect everybody to be on Twitter looking at the card like, oh, shit, that's going to be off the chain. No. You build the anticipation. So so here's, here's the thing about this match. So you got mm-hmm. two guys running their mouths. And um, as we all know, there comes a time when you got to either put up or shut up. And so for all the shit that he's been, that MGF was talking, you know, people want to see the heel in this contest who's supposed to be MJF uh, go to sleep, get a foot put in his ass for running his mouth and for talking all that trash. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The heel, you do, as a fan, you watch, you, you watch wrestling for the simple fact that you want to see the heel get his ass whooped. So and he doesn't get his ass whooped, you come back the next week to see it. And the thing is, and, and this is what CM Punk does best, and it's whether he's on the receiving end or the giving end of the, of the trash talking. Because I will tell you, in his in his match at WrestleMania leading up to uh, fighting The Undertaker, mm-hmm. um, good back and forth, he was trash talking The Undertaker. And so you're looking forward to him, you know, being the one in 20 and one. Yeah. Then unfortunately, Paul Bearer died. And I'll never forget this. I was watching Monday Night Raw. And I was like, oh, man, Paul Bear is dead. I wonder how they're going to, you know, what they're going to do about this. If they'll just ignore it or just, you know, you know, just give him due respect, whatever. It was horrible what they did with the ashes, bro. CM Punk is out there tossing around the urn like a football and then takes the lid and puppet mouths it like, oh, my undertaker. And I said, I am now watching Mania. To see the Undertaker put the boots to this motherfucker. Exactly. Punk was one of my favorite wrestlers at that time, but still, I knew that train coming down the tracks was his ass whipping. And he was tied to the tracks and he was going to get run over. And I was going to watch it. I was going to watch it happen. And that's what this is. And yes, I want to see him humiliated by Punk. You know, for all the digs that MJF took at CM Punk tonight, reaching his back pocket, probably had a few saved up, and he dug in deep, that ass whipping's coming. Man, and it was, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, to show you how deep it was, how deep, I mean, like, fucking A, how deep it was. It was like, (laughs) how how can I say this? How can I say this to where it makes sense to people who don't watch wrestling? <clears throat> imagine, imagine someone that you really don't fucking like, like someone you just can't stand. Like, like the sight of this person just makes your your insides just bubble up with anger, right? Like you're just so furious. Imagine that person standing across from you, talking so much shit that all you want to do. Is ripped their heart out like Kano fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's what I saw right there. And you can see it in Punk's face. The more he dug at him with the WWE shit, the more he dug at him. Like, 
and I'll tell you, AEW, someone always says, someone I know, they always say, why is AEW always poking the bear? Dude, that's how you fucking get noticed. Max Caster. I'm right. a fucking Max Caster mark right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I said I'm a fucking mark for Max Caster. That dude coming to the, like his wrestling, whatever. But his in, him coming to the ring with his raps, so fucking funny. Last week, Anthony Bowens wrestled Ooh. CM Punk. And he came to the ring and he was talking about how CM, I mean, he wrestled uh, Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, I'm sorry. And he came to the ring talking about Bryan Danielson growing fucking um, eggplants or whatever in his yard, blah, 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 talking about his wife, blah, blah, blah. And then he straight up said, <laughs> he said, I got, I got more something than your father-in-law. And I was like, wow, he just talked about Johnny Larry Nice the week that everybody got fired. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's like that's that fucking that's yeah, that Blanchard ruined, girl heat. I ruined more careers than your father or in the more careers than your father-in-law. There it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Like <laughs> I had to put that in tweet in our in our in our podcaster group. I had to put that in the group, like, did y'all see this shit? Max Caster, the man, CM Punk, MJF. We've been dying. The moment CM Punk came into AEW, all I kept saying was, I can't wait for the promo battle between these two dudes. Yep. You thought CM Punk and Eddie Kingston was good. Oh, you haven't seen shit yet, ladies and gentlemen. Keep tuning in to watch this. It's going to be the feud of the year. Watch. <sighs> Man, so much to talk about. It's so exciting. Like I, I don't get so excited for wrestling like on Mondays. Hey. Wednesdays, I can't wait. Well, I got something exciting for you. Whoa, 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 hold on. It ain't it ain't nine o'clock yet. We can't go round table after dark yet. Ha <laughs> ha, not that part. Oh, it yeah. was the next segment. Oh, because segment. in the next oh. segment, we had Christian Cage and Jurassic Express talking about how they're gonna win the oh, eight yes. tag team titles. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the ah. league, what do they call themselves? The Jurassic Express. They're the good guys. They're the good guys. But Christian Cage, I got a feeling Christian Cage is trying to turn a heel. And he's going to take either Jungle Boy or Luchasaurus with him. Man, hey, look. Uh, right now, your current AEW Tag Team Champions are Lucha Bros. And uh, I think Christian Cage may have overpromised and is about to underdeliver oh, on no. uh, I mean, you don't like you don't like Luchasaurus. Let's just call it what it is. You no, no, don't no. like Luchasaurus. I, I like I I like Luchasaurus now more than I did before. Because he can't. And I jeans. think he put on a great match against um, uh, you know, against uh, the, the what do they call them, the Super Elite, the Super Elite. Yeah, and that was a great match. But I, I don't think the Lucha Bros are going to have a match that goes quite in that direction. And definitely Jungle Boy's gonna be, he's gonna be like a bug in a windshield of a moving truck. Okay. So here's what I see. This is just 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 me. Just me. This little dude right here. This guy right here. It's just me. I think the way he's been working with Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Jungle Man now. That's what um No. That's what he can't um, be Jungle Man. Hey, hey, hey. Look, I hey, I ain't the one calling him that. I'm just saying what well, um, in Jungle Man, he's got to start doing commercials for Manscaped. Listen, Adam Cole, the dude ain't got no hair on his chest, man. Okay, look, Adam Cole calls him Jungle Man now because he used it, and, and Matt Jackson did too. They said, "Oh, you think you're cool because now you're Jungle Man, Jungle Boy?" Like, okay, I get it. 
he whacked your ass in the head with a chair, he became a man. He grew a little facial hair, he became a man. Whatever. But the point of the matter is, Christian Cage promised, he said these words, I'm going to make sure they win the tag team titles. That sounds like some heel shit. Hey, one concerto, two concerto, three concerto, four. That's one concerto, two you know, concerto, three concerto, brown concerto looks four. Far behind. <laughs> He's evolving into Jungle Man. Sugar Shane right here. Sugar Shane, ladies and gentlemen, he is our moderator. So don't be talking shit in the chat because he will bounce you like a bad check. Just you like don't that. know what a source is hiding inside that mask. <laughs> a dirty beard, that's for damn sure. Um, so let's go on to the next match. Let's talk about the next match on the card. No, wait, we are you skipping over Eddie Kingston? <sighs> okay. The evolution of Eddie. Let me let, let me let me put it to you this way, ladies and gentlemen. I loved everything about this show except this segment. And it wasn't because and of Eddie Kingston. That? He was just trying to have some cake. Look, look. The whole you got a square head, man. You got a square head. Look at you. You got a square head. The dude's chewing gum constantly. And he's like, what you, what, what you talking about over here? What you talking about over here? You know, he's like a like a like a Dumbass Tony D'Angelo, you know, it's like um, the 2.0 and and and, and Daniel Garcia, that Daniel guy. Garcia, fucking phenomenal. Even 2.0, formerly known as Everise, they're they're decent. Just keep the square head dude from fucking talking. If you had a choice between him and Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin's mama, I would rather have Shelton Benjamin's mama fucking talking about Popeye's chicken, whatever the fuck she was talking about, KFC, whatever it was. I'd rather have her because Destiny, don't ever say that name in this podcast. You say it three times, she'll pop up like a fungus. Um, <laughs> talking about that SG guy. Um, anyway, I just think that the 2.0 guys, as funny as they are on B- BT, being the elite for you people who don't know what BT is. For as funny as they are on that show, okay, they just don't. They you don't do keep it for saying B E T, B T E, not B E T. <laughs> I was like B T E, being the elite. <laughs> what do they do on B T? They between oh, Martin reruns one. The elite, those guys. Yes. So, um, I just I don't know, man. I don't know. I, they they the dude with the square head just doesn't do it for me. Like he just. Yeah. Okay, you know how MJF has one of those punchable faces? He has a punchable head? This guy is just... Whack-able I mean, head. I mean and Eddie Kingston kept calling him a square head SpongeBob square pants. Like, I could think... Look, you you want to you wanna, you wanna insult somebody? All you got to do is say this to them. Hey, you know what? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. There you go. Insult right there. Nobody wants to go to a fucking TED Talk. Or, or... I hope you get a yeast infection in your mouth. Boom. Done. Did you say that to somebody? They're going to be like, oh. <laughs> right off the gate. Trust me. I do it to people all the time. Yeah. Or tell them, go home and get yourself some ass clamps. Simple as that. Ooh. Assclamps.com. See? There you go. Insult right there. Just made you just, just totally just stop looking at it. Use the infection in your mouth is gross. <laughs> yeah, use infection in your mouth is really gross. 
Oh, I mean, you know, it's called thrush, but for a grown up, for a grown man to say that to another man, wow, that's like calling that's like calling him a bitch. Yeah. Anyway, so, hey, so Eddie, I got, Kingston, I got a theory. Eddie Kingston was just trying to eat his cake. <laughs> All he wanted was his cake. He just wanted his cake. And they're making this thing about people interrupting you during interviews now. Correct. Eddie Kingston interrupted CM Punk. CM Punk interrupted MJF. And these guys friend, interrupted CM Punk. I mean, inter- interrupted, interrupted uh, Kingston. Undisputed Era. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> But they have a match next week. They have a match next week, apparently. Yeah. So the UE, um, as they call themselves, uh, damn it, Destiny. Look, if you do this one more time, this guy right here is like the candy man. Say his name three times. God he looks like a fungus, like a fungi. So what I'm going to do, since Destiny is being a smarty pants, I'm going to, Shane, if you see that name pop up again, give her the boot. Give her the cake. Give the Doc Martens. Give her the Sparta. <laughs> anyway, so let's go to the second match on the card, the one that was actually good. Hey, man, look, I got a theory. Uh-oh. <laughs> let's look at Bear Country. <laughs> let's All right. <laughs> if you take Bear Country... Mm-hmm. And you take the big dude and the little dude, and you have those little Russian, uh, those Russian <laughs> dolls that stack. Yeah. Wouldn't Otis fit right in the middle? Otis would He's be like the missing bear country brother. <laughs> bear Otis. I mean, was it Bear was Bronson? Like, bear Bear like, Bronson? Bear what? I was like, he's he's the missing bear brother, the missing whatever they call themselves. The three, <laughs> the three little bears. <laughs> Three little bears. Goldilocks. All I need is Goldilocks. I had the three bears already. Oh man. What was that from the, from the Bugs Bunny cartoon uh, with, with the big baby bear? And he's like, "Oh, somebody ate my oatmeal." Oh and yeah. Daddy bear was really angry. Yeah, Otis be like right there in the middle. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Just Otis. So anyway, you the, so you had the Gun Club fight uh, Club Otis. Um, and the gun club wins, and, it, what, and what when I say this, that they won, I mean, like, I turned my back and I turned around, and they had won. They came out very vicious. I mean, they threw Bear Bronson into head okay, head first into the guard tonight, ladies and gentlemen. There was a lot of head first into the guardrail. I'm gonna tell you, it was fucking crazy, but they threw him head first, he cannonballed into the barricade twice. I don't know, man. CTE for real. Mm. Yeah. But it was a, it was a quick match. But the best part of the match happened at the end. It's Sting. So, in case you guys didn't know, they attacked Sting and Darby Allen last week. And Sting, I don't know why they got them in a feud with the Gun Club because no one really gives a shit about the Gun Club. But um, Sting comes down. Well, a little bit of history here. Um, so at the WrestleMania Levi Stadium where Sting wrestled Triple H, um, DX came out and Billy Gunn was part of DX at the time and um, NWO had to come out and save him. So maybe he's still kind of mad because Billy Gunn attacked him at Levi Stadium. <laughs> and he still had to do the job. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can get that. 
But okay, long-term so storytelling. Yeah, that long-term storytelling. That's what you get. Exactly what you get with with, with AEW. You get real deal. And that was from like 2000, what, 15, 16? 2016. Okay, so that's some real long-term storytelling, ladies and gentlemen. That's a long fucking time ago. Um, so the match was pretty phenomenal. Not. Um, so Sting comes down, right? Comes up to the ring. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about great storylines. So Sting comes out to the ring. And the youngest, the youngest of the guns charges up the ramp. And I swear to God, out of nowhere, out of, out of nowhere, nowhere, like that guy from Raw that fucking sacked Seth Rollins on Monday, this guy came out of nowhere. Darby Allen. Darby Allen. I already hit this kid so hard. Dude, so I didn't hard. know if he did like the old Rey Mysterio shooting out the ramp Man. or if he like was like sliding in on the skateboard. I was like, this booyaka, booyaka. dude came out of nowhere. <laughs> he hit him so like, hard. Quick. Ladies and gentlemen, he hit him so hard, I got a concussion. I was like, God damn. <laughs> he hit him like a Green Bay Packer lineman hitting him. <laughs> oh, my God. It was horrible. And then they rushed to the ring, and the guns, of course, dipped out, rolled away, Correct. and ran up the ramp. So you can obviously tell that this is going to be a storyline that's going to get drug out for a while. But Sting looked good. Sting looked good. Darby came down looking like Dan Housen. I mean, <laughs> he was just standing there. I mean, how bad can you look? I mean, you know, shout out to Dan Housen. Get better. Get well. Be, get evil. Um, <laughs> no swearing. <laughs> no swearing. Um, anyway, so that was that. And then you go to Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson versus Colt Cabana. Hold on. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, Colt Cabana is a Chicago native. And we were in Chicago for AW Dynamite. Yes. Colt came out with the Dark Order. Colt came out to a huge hometown pop. And what I mean by a pop for those who are just now watching the show that aren't wrestling fans, that means the cheers. That means the biggest adula- adulation that you can Huzzah! Yeah. What he Fan said. recognition. Yeah. What in a positive said. way. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Versus them chanting Needle Dick or whatever. Okay. CM Punk. What the, what the, what the, I'm going to go ahead and punch you in your Needle Dick. That, that was, I was like, Twitter, twin, <laughs> trending right now, Needle Dick. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I've been saying this since he came here, since he came to AW. Brian Danielson is not a face. He's not a heel. What? He is just there to beat people up. He's just a grizzled old veteran? Mm, no, those guys are getting jobbed out in WWE. Um, grizzled old man. He, he's just he's the angry he's vegan. younger than me. What the hell are you saying? Um, God damn it, Julian. He's probably your age. He's an angry veteran. Okay, so he's not. I mean, he's just the handcuffs are off. But what he did tonight, it, I said he proved a point. The American Dragon proved a point. Ain't nobody slaying the dragon. He came out there, and he beat the shit. Not the cowboy shit, but he beat the shit out of Coke Banner to the point where he knocked his tooth out. Ugh. 
and the tooth was laying in the ring. So when they came back after after he beat him, made him made him submit or pass out. I think he, I think he passed out. Um, after he did that, he just rolled his body out of the ring. Dark Order carried him back to the back, and then Tony Schiavone got into the ring to do an interview. And during the during the picture and picture ad break, you can see him squatting down, and he's looking down. He's looking down, and when the camera comes back to him, he's like, <laughs> and he looked down again, and the camera zooms in. I'm like, it's a fucking tooth. He knocked out his tooth and is laughing at it. Yep. Oh, by the way, Julian, shout out to you for uh, getting the address to Britt Baker, Brittany Baker, dot, Brittany Baker, DMD, <laughs> the dentist. Down in Florida. In Florida. It's legit, folks. She's got a real practice. It's well, a shame. I remember when she was on the Indies and she was she was wrestling and going, she was going to wrestling school, wrestling and going to school for dentistry all at the same time. That's that's that right there is why she's a fucking star. Well, I guess she can <coughs> Cabana tonight. Oh man, Cabana, yeah, she got some business from Colt. Um God, it was it was just crazy, man. Like it was it was crazy. It was just crazy. Um, but then he says, I'm here because I I understand that there's a Dark Order member or two or three that are gonna be in you know where we are next week. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna beat their ass too. Like he's he's here to wrestle. The WWE wouldn't let Brian Danielson wrestle. They barely let Daniel Bryan wrestle. So Brian Danielson is back to the old New Japan pro wrestling style. Yeah. The American Dragon. And he is whooping that ass. So he says, and I quote, I'm going to whoop, I'm going to destroy all the Dark Order, and then I'm going to come after you, Hangman Page. And right on cue, here come Hangman Page down the ring. Now this week, well, last week, Hangman was in street clothes. Because it was a Hangman Page celebration. He just became the world champion. He was chilling. He was so celebrating. Yeah, he was like, I'm I'm over here chilling with some cowboy shit. This week, he came down. Don't you, I get these messages, right, when I'm on the podcast. And this person knows I'm on the podcast, and they send me funny things to make me crack up during the podcast. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You're not going to break me. Just so you know, it ain't going to work. Okay, that one, that question, that really kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Um, but Adam Page comes down, gets in the ring, and he says, Hey, we're in Chicago. Um, I can give we can we can go for a title match right now. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, let's go. And Brian Danielson says, Well, I just had a match. So I'm not gonna go and do any of this bullshit. And <laughs> Paige was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the first shot. And sticks his face out. And Brian Danielson slapped the shit out of him. And tried to run. And then they just started brawling. Like I said, gang warfare. Wrestling, people fighting these days. It's a, it's, it's a fight. It's a fight. So here we go. I mean, we're going to build up to this match. Um, Brian Danielson is going to fight everyone else in the Dark Order. And when Hangman Page beats him, that's going to be like his first overcome hurdle 
to cementing his legacy as a long-term champion. In fact, this might be like one of two, one of three. It was great. It was one great. It has, be, it has to be a trilogy. And and here's the thing. Brian Danielson plays a good chicken shit heel because yes, he they were brawling, they were brawling, and I think he dipped out, and then Paige threw him back in, and Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, Brian Danielson turned around just as Paige was about to hit the buckshot lariat. And he rolled out and fucking left. Correct. That right there is great storytelling. That right there is great, um, a great way to further the storyline and to build and to build on it. Unlike what happened last Sunday, um, to build on an event that people are going to want to watch. That's probably going to happen at Battle of the Belts. Speaking of building storylines. We had Dante Martin go to the dark side. Oh, okay. Now look, 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 look. Before, you know, me and um, Alex Pulowski, um from Sour Graps from FIFO Select, we were on Twitter and we were going back and forth about this. And we both, like, he, he's like, Alex was excited. He's like, dude, I want to see Dante Martin versus Ricky Starks. But you might get Dante Martin versus Leo Rush. This is my prediction. And as we both know, Julian, I'm the king of predictions. I'm the Maharaja. Go, go the over the I'm the principal of predictions. The prophet champion of predictions. I predict that when Dante Martin signed that contract, it wasn't a contract to team with Team Taz. It was for him and Leo to fight Team Taz. Because if you think about it, they didn't even look at the fucking contract. Tash just grabbed it and was like, and that was it. And Dante was just like, like Ricky Starks was like, hey man, you want you want some chips? And Dante looked at him, took a chip, stepped over the table, and just walked away. And Leo was like, and if you looked at Leo, he was like, I think Leo Rush is one of the smartest men in fucking wrestling right now. And for them to have Dante Martin get this huge, like, build him up as a super big face to make him like the Superman, the superhero, this comic book character, where everyone right. loves this kid, right? So I don't think that they're doing that just to put Dante Martin into into Team Taz to bury him. Because, you know, when you're a Team Taz, your fucking life is over. Correct. So, so my, my my entire take on this was... At some point, of course, Dante Martin is going to turn on Team Taz in in favor of helping out Leo Rush. And I just imagine Taz saying, we have a contract, blah, blah, blah. And Leo Rush saying, read the contract. And then he reads the contract and he says, and he sees that the contract is signed by these nuts. <laughs> Why that came to mind, I don't know. But... And then, <laughs> then him, him and uh, Dante Martin going, got him, got him. Yeah, I see, I see that happening. I, I see yeah. it as being like the biggest. And I kept saying, I see it as being part. a swerve. I see it as you know, being a Leo swerve. Is supposed to be this financial advisor and mm-hmm. you know, smartest man and you know, savvy and all this. So it's got to be that. It's got to be. And like honestly, I think that it's a big swerve. And he signed way too fast. Like it, 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 it bring it would bring the. Angle to conclusion way too fast. 
See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's okay. Tony Khan is is a fucking genius. He's not like Vince. He's not gonna be like, listen, hey pal, let's do a storyline about an egg. Um, let's start this storyline. Um, thirty minutes into a pay per view on Sunday, and culminate fifteen minutes into Raw on Monday, and let's just have all these people talking about the egg on Twitter, um, the Twitter machine, and on Friendster, and on um, MySpace, and all these other cool places that they go. You know, let's do that. Tony Khan's not about that shit. Tony Khan's like, hmm. Let's play some head games with some of these fans. Let's give them, let's Dave Batista their ass. Give them what they want. Because they, they we, after we give them what they want, guess what? Give them what I want. They ain't gonna even know that they wanted what we gave them. They're gonna be like, oh shit, you gave us that? Wow. And Tony Khan said on, on, a, on a media call the other day that when they talked about the releases and Hit Row came up, Tony didn't say he wasn't. He wasn't looking at bringing anybody from Hit Row, but Tony kind of said something like, well, I'm looking at some people. Shane Taylor, my boy Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor Promotions. He said himself, the SCP can, you know, if you, if you watch the Bodysound.net presents the Roundtable Promotion Podcast special interview with Shane Taylor, the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Champion, the belt collector in his own right. If you watch that promo, if you watch that, that exclusive interview I did, about 30, 31 minutes, 32 minutes, just a conversation between two dudes, you know, if you watch that, very insightful about the things that happened at Ring of Honor, the things that happened on the Indies, how his promotion has been built up. The guy, the guy does a whole lot of great things. And you can go right now to biosam.net on YouTube, this channel right here. And you can look that up. I say, I say give it a give it a give it a listen because you never know. It sounds like some uh hit row might be joining STP. It also sounds like a <clears throat> certain bearcat might return to the pretty boy killers. Yeah, pretty boy killers. Just saying, if y'all know the pretty boy killers, y'all better Google that shit because it was two badass dudes. Um, anyway, going back to AEW tonight, that 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 segment was actually pretty good. Tony Khan is smart; he knows how to position things to where fans want to see more. So let's let's just you know, in in, in a phrase that's commonly referred to in professional wrestling that no one likes, but in this case, you can actually say it. Let's let it play out. <laughs> let, let it play, play out. out. Let everything happen the way that it's supposed to. It let the long form <laughs> storytelling take its long form and let it tell itself. In a phrase, you know, let it let it play out. Let's see this goes. Like, not allow it. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure they can coexist. I mean, at the same time, you know, we're getting these long stories here on AEW, and Vince just gets like a a couple million for this egg promotion from Netflix. So, hey, people do what they got to do, man. Do what they got to do. That was egg-tastic. It was probably egg-exhausting in the egg-stentuating circumstances. But it was not excellent. It was not excellent either. And it certainly was not egg-exciting. Anyway, it was egg-compassing. Enough egg. Enough egg uh, puns. Because it was not exciting. Um, 
So yeah, let's 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 get to the next match before we go to a commercial break. Let's get to the next match. We have Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hader. Now you know, I love me, I love me some Jamie Hader. Like I said, on this Twitter, was a, a uh, uh, kind of a throwback to the to the pay per view. But last time they were in tag teams, now they're a singles competition. Uh, Thunder Rosa had her buy in the competition, and now uh, she had to wait for Jamie Hader to get her match one and so um yeah here they go they're headed for they're in the uh this is the quarterfinals match for the that bitch show championship title <laughs> stop stop it right now stop it right now look here's the deal jamie hater i said on twitter she is the prototype of a woman's professional wrestler but didn't she come in stirring up the pot no, she didn't. No, 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 no. She didn't even no, like that kind of cake. No. She had cake, but it wasn't red velvet. Mm. Yeah. She came to the ring and, you know, she did her thing. She, this match, this match. I love Thunder Rosa too, by the way. Shout out to Thunder Rosa. Um, shout out to the girls at Mission Pro Wrestling too. Um, remember how earlier in, the, in our show we were talking about people taking the, uh, the guardrail, guardrail head the first, or head with the guardrail, whatever you want to call it. Shit, Thunder Rosa was grabbing Jamie Hayter and just tossing her head so first. Into the I was gonna say, Jamie Hayter had this match in the bag until it went outside the ring, and Thunder Rosa just started abusing the shit out of her. She started, she started Bobby Lashley, and I was like, damn, it's Thunder. I was like, damn, Thunder is, is Jamie a kid? You just got beat her. Ass. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad, but I will say this, and I, you know what? I said it on I said it on Twitter. I'll say it right here on the show. Don't at me, bro. But this match was better than motherfucking Charlotte and Becky Lynch. I said it. I said it wow. right here, right here on BodySlam.net wow. on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. I said it, your boy, the franchise. These are not the co- the, the look. These are not. In hey, that's saying a lot because you were digging that match while it was going on. I was because it was a strip fight. It was a strip fight. Like it was they were hair pulling, tossing it was around. A wrestling match. It, was it, a it was a fight. It was a fight. But like Shane said right here, that's facts. Facts. This match right here, Thunder Rosa, Jamie Hayter, better than better better than fucking WWE's champion versus champion, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. I'm sorry, it was way better. It lasted longer too. And it was more exciting. This was the this is what prefer. This is what a women's match was, should be like. That match was so fucking good. I was on the edge of my seat, like, who's gonna win? And I just gotta say, and Thunder Rosa beat her not once but twice. Yeah, and I just gotta say, um, Britt Baker, I love you. She was wearing the same pair of Jordans I have in my closet right now. We are now twinsies. Yes, I said it right here on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I said it. I love Britt Baker. Her shoe game is on point. We twinsies. We got the red and black Jordans. Oh, they look so good, too. Only problem I have with her wearing the Jordans is that she super kicked Jamie Hader in the face. Oh. <sighs> Costing Jamie the match. Sure did. So advancing to the bitch, this bitch, what is it, the bitch show championship? The bitch show championship. I just... That's so derogatory that, that towards women, show. man. The way she, I just, you know, 
I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. The TBS Championship, the T- Turner Broadcasting Station. That's what it is. The Superstation, TBS. This she named it the Superstation title. It's better than the fucking Digital Media Championship, but we ain't going to go there. Um, hey, man, let's throw the Digital Media Championship. Digital Media Championship? What, is it going to be a LinkedIn Championship next? As I told the you. The Friendster title? If they booked the it correctly, if they booked it correctly, it would be like the Hardcore Championship, except you can only win it when you're getting pinned and someone's videoing you on like TikTok or YouTube. It's gonna be the TikTok, the fucking. It's gonna be the TikTok, the fucking Eric Twitter, Cole, the the, uh, the the Tinder, the Bumble, the fucking the Meet Me, the what other fucking the farmer. Uh, Farmers.com fucking championship. You don't have to be lonely at farmers.com. You know, that kind of shit. Like, that title is stupid. I'm sorry. It just is. It's not. It's stupid. But, you know, the A- Shane said it best. The fucking AOL dial-up title. We all had AOL. Y'all know it. Everybody had the coaster. Everybody had that. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, hang up the phone. Mom, get off the phone. I'm on the party line. <laughs> it's gonna be the party line championship. Anyway, um, that match was awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and get that match like a fucking nine stars, man. It was great. Nine out of ten. It was good. Um, and Tony Khan is building that women's division. And now with yes, some of these yeah. women that are with Ring of Honor, like Roxy, the Ring of Honor women's champion. Mm-hmm. Dude, Tony, you got you got heat now, brother. Get those women. Get those. Yep. Get get the women of honor and be. And look, do the thing. Do the thing, Tony. Tony. Do the damn thing. Tony, come close. Listen, Tony. Listen. Do the damn thing. Do it, Tony. Get build these women. Them. Build a brand. If you build it, they will come. There it is. There it is. If you build it, they will come. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, all the ladies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. We ain't that kind of podcast. You like um, ladies' night, you know? I like having ladies' night. And with that ladies being said, before nine o'clock. wow, we'll be right back with more of the Roundtable Pros and Podcast. All right. After this. Drive me insane! I'll be cruised on lanes! I've been taking all the fun out! Drive, drive, drive me insane! I'll be cruised on Get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. 
At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. Great futures do start at the Boys and Girls Club, and we are right back. So, like I was saying earlier, before we got any, before we got into the whole thing, this Saturday live at the Holocene, BCW Worldwide presents Go Stuff Yourself. It is a pay-per-view event Saturday, November 27th, live from the Holocene 1001 Southeast Morrison. Doors open at 3.30. Bell time is at 4 o'clock. And you know what? You can get your tickets right there on eventbrite.com, ladies and gentlemen. Eventbrite.com backslash BCW Worldwide presents Go Stuff Yourself. And you know, if you want to help the guys here, if you want to help us, on this Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, the night before Turkey Day. If you want to help your boys and girls out here at uh, Body Slam, you can do that by going to www.slamchats.com to support the boys and girls here at Body Slam.net. That is www.slamchats.com. I got kids. Man, you sound like he's Slater over there. Talking about, I got kids. I got kids too. And I got, I got, look, I got kids. They want me to buy them cars. They want to do all this stuff. Oh, I can help you do that. Ladies and gentlemen, help me out by going to slamchats.com to support your boys and girls here at bodyslam.net. We produce so much content every day. Jay Shell, she is the hardest working woman in all of sports infotainment. Sorry, Denise Salcedo. Uh, she is over here and she is smashing it out. She's been on the staff for like three weeks. And she's already got 50-plus articles on the Bodyslam.net website. That is www.bodyslam.net. You can go ahead and find all types of real cool stuff there. You can get all your pro wrestling needs, news, gossip, behind-the-scenes stuff, news breaking daily. Opinion. Results. Man, every thing. Every thing. Bodyslam.net, ladies and gentlemen. www.bodyslam.net. T. So, and MMA. Man, they got everything. MMA, the Maharaja of MMA, the the professor the, uh, pugilistics. What do we call him? The Fijian, the, the Fijian the tribal Fijian, chief. The Fijian phenom. Adam Woods. The philosopher the who, of fisticuffs. The, the, the man Maharaja I, of MMA. The man that I acknowledge as my tribal chief. Adam, according to Woods. Is now part of the Bioslam.net group, and he is churning them out, man. I mean, this guy is already like two, every two episodes in, man. Crazy. Um, so let's go to the next match, man. Let's talk about the next match because this show, honestly, I was like, shit, the main event already. Like it was, it wasn't like a Monday night where I was like banging my head against the wall, like, oh man. That's three hours of my life. I'll never get back. You know, man, so that first segment with MJF and CM Punk didn't seem that long, but it did eat up a good 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was a good So that minutes. was a good chunk of show. And I think it may have caused your your uh, Brian Danielson match to go a little bit short. Well, let me put it to you this way. That match was short, and it was great. It was the short. Promo was, the promo had- time was so good. It's like going to Olive Garden. And you know when you sit down with Virgil? No, 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 never with Virgil. Never yeah, all, with Virgil. The bread, all the breadsticks and all the yeah. salads. It's like you sit down and they bring you that nice warm bowl, of, that warm bag, of, that warm basket of breadsticks. 
and you're sitting across the table from your girl and you're just like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, you want that breadstick? And she's like, well, I kind of want a salad. And then you come back and you say, can I get a salad? And you get that salad. And before you know it, boom, your main course is already there. You're like, oh shit, I just got the fucking salad. You see what I'm saying? A good time is had. Just like that. That's what an AEW show is like. AEW is a good time. The WWE is like an abusive relationship. It's, it's like hours. It's like getting Three beat. Hours. It's like getting beat for two hours and 59 minutes. And that one minute reprieve, you're like, oh, finally it's over. Monday Night Raw has become the equivalent of your girl saying, we need to talk. Oh, shit. <laughs> the dreaded words that no man ever wants to hear in a relationship. We need to talk. It's become the equivalent of hearing family meeting. Oh, my God. Or John Laurinaitis wants to talk to you. <laughs> hey, but remember, if you don't answer the phone, you keep, keep your, your job. job. <laughs> You motherfuckers call me. I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> Don't send me no text. I'll be like, I never got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emails. <laughs> my AOL don't work. Off. Disconnect your service. I'll be like, what? My net zero don't work. I ain't got no <laughs> But my cricket wireless? Man. <laughs> my dial-up don't work. My my, rot- <laughs> my my rotary phone in the house don't work. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and get to this this next match, man. Let's Let's go ahead and just dial it in. Malachi Black and FCR and Andrade El Idolo versus Cody Rhodes, that bastard pack, and Lucha Bros. That's PAC. So um I, I just I just need to skip to the end just real quick. Oh no, 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 no. Before you do that, let's talk about Cody throwing his belt into the crowd and they and threw it back. Threw it right back. <laughs> Cody is a fucking look, ladies and gentlemen. I don't Take know what Cody shit. did to people. I don't know why people hate him so more. He's so angry. But like, bro, look, so I told you. The Lucha Bros, they they announced Death Triangle. They came out to this huge pop. Yep. And then Cody. Cody came out to more pyro than the whole fucking show. It was like WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Remember WrestleMania in Seattle when they had the fireworks go across the top of the fucking. It was like that. <laughs> I was like, damn, Cody, that's got to be like $20,000 with a pyro. It was a gang of pyro. Just for you. Man, I, t- I told you, the movie theater, when Cody came out, he was getting booed by more than half the crowd. Yeah, that's how it was here. So it's uh, it's growing. It reminded me of ECW One Night Stand in 06. Yep. Um, and, and also, what we forgot to mention here is... Uh, MJF is also sowing the seeds that uh, that uh, Eddie Kingston did about about CM Punk about coming to help the younger talent. Oh yeah, and I, you know, that's also starting to grow. And then you had Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, um, you know, being the, the 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 evil vegan dude trying to get people to get off his lawn so he can grow his carrots and his eggplants and his cucumbers. So. <laughs> You know, it's after so, nine o'clock. It's Roundtable Pro. It's a podcast after dark, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the after dark version of the podcast. So you know, here you have Cody coming out, 
And, uh, oh, look, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, he's got his reality show. And, oh, he's the grandson of a plumber. And, oh, he's the son of Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. And, oh, he's got a, uh, he's got a, a scary all-American skull tattooed on his neck. Oh, he's the brother of gold dust. And, oh, he played Stardust, who's like, running across the stage and shit. And, oh, and he played the, the best gimmick, actually, is when he had the broken nose, which is fine. Yeah, but um, you know, now he's coming out looking like Homelander, and like I've like been saying that this whole time. W, like he's the actually he looks like uh, if for you guys who used to watch Dexter's Laboratory, he used to watch this cartoon called The Justice Friends. Oh my God, and you're there's right. A there's a character called Major Liberty. Yep, that is who Cody looks like. He, you know what Cody looks like to me? He reminds me of a superhero version of Johnny Bravo. So. I really think in storyline or comic book terms, Cody Rhodes is more U.S. agent than Captain America. Wow. Um, I, I see that. Yeah. I, 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 I actually see that. And his wife ain't helping because, you know. <sighs> well. Heffa! You know, she, she she's not helping. Yeah, we'll we'll leave that alone. So we'll anyway, alone. um, <laughs> so skipping the end of the match, Andrade hit the sickest. Yes, I mean the fucking sickest DDT, and I tell you, he hooked Pac's arm, he hooked his leg, and he put the drive. In pile drive, when he oh, yeah. drove his head, DDT stands for drop dead twice. Mm-hmm. Popeye cartoon reference. He's he stuck, he stuck him, he stuck him hard. He killed him. Man, it looked, I was like, wow. It 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 brought me back to when the first time I saw Raven do a good um even flow, a good even flow DDT. I used to love when he used to do the old school even flow DDTs before he started calling it the Raven effect. No, even flow DDT. Oh my God. Fantastic. What Andrade did here, this, but this right here, oh man. <laughs> this is death. <laughs> this, was, this was beautiful. <laughs> this is the kind of mat, this is the kind of move that you want to see in a video game. And you want to put in the cheat code so that you can keep on picking someone up and just, and just do keep it doing over it and over and over and over. Just keep spinning a little toggle switch to bring up the special so you can just keep on hitting it over and over. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, did I mention that I like the movie? Yeah, it looked beautiful. It was look, look, I'm going to tell you, I've seen some devastating, some devastating moves in my entire career. But Jesus Christ, I don't know if you slipped. I don't know if Cody fucking pissed him off. I don't know if he's mad because Charlotte's not following him on Twitter. I don't know. It, it was bad. It was it's your fault she's not following me on Twitter. It was B-A-double-D bad. I was like, Jesus Christ. Dropped him on his head. and One, two, three. The heels won the match. But But did you see the way that he hooked the arms and then Hooked the leg? Yes. Oh, yes. beautiful. But let me it tell you the most beautiful. exciting moment in this match for me. Other than 
Mikey Ruckus's fucking new intro for FTR coming out with the Midnight Express remix. Oh uh, yeah, uh, that was sexy. I just sent, I sent Mikey Ruckus to Twitter. I'm like, bro, damn, bro, goddamn you for this. That's so fire. Um, but let me tell you, the moment for me was when Arn Anderson got in the ring. Tully Blanchard got in the ring, and Tully took off his jacket like, I got, it. let's go, like, let's go. And then Andrade's lackey, Jose, got in the ring. And they both looked. And they fucking, bah! <laughs> Busted him upside his head. And out of nowhere, Alex Abernathy Abr- just grabbed him and tossed him over the fucking guardrail. I was like, what's going on here? Gang yeah. warfare. <laughs> Gang warfare. Gang warfare. Look, it was amazing. And that was your main event. And it went by so fast. Where I was like, is the show over? Like, wow. And it just showed the heels celebrating. But you know, the reason why they won is because Cody with his errant super kick kicked Pac. And then Andrade rushed at Pac, and Pac gave him the sickest, sickest overhead throw into the turnbuckles. And I thought he broke his neck. I was like, someone get a stretcher. Andrade's dead. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Oh, it was this, this by far, ladies and gentlemen, was one of the most amazing AEW events, period. Uh, yeah, Malachi Black even had the chance to hit the Black Mist. Yeah, that Black Mist. So now there's three types of mist, too. people. There's red mist that burns, green mist that blinds, and black mist that Gives you a DDT. What does Sierra Miss do though? Oh, gives you the runs. Figures. It's probably why you have to go use the bathroom. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, look. Mixed with gin. Yeah. So earlier on Twitter, I decided to do this poll. And the you reason did a why poll I, on Twitter. Yeah, the reason why I did this poll is because. You have heavyweight championships. You have cruiserweight championships. And on a show that happened yesterday, I think I'm not, I'm not even going to name the show. That's how angry I was. Um, you have a 350-pound guy challenging for the cruiserweight championship that is a 220-pound, I mean, I'm sorry, a 205-pound um, uh, limit. Oh, uh, you know why? So, so I just asked. Like, I just, I just asked. I said, so... Should we just do away with weight limits? And and a landslide, a landslide. Ninety-seven point five percent said, "Do away with the weight limits." Crazy. So you're trying to tell me that Braun Strowman could be your cruiserweight champion? Hey, I'm not trying to So this nothing. this really could be more a testament to people saying if you're not going to follow the rules then the why even have rules. It, it's like saying There it is. If you're having a loser leaves town match, it, well I mean God, they never say for how long. They didn't say you know, it's like having retirement matches and people come back. I'm out. How many times has Ric Flair lost a retirement match? So it's wrestling. Come on. And I do got to say this. Marie Shadows, she posted on Twitter 21 minutes ago. This was interesting. Aside from the incident, 
can AEW please tell Aubrey to stop moving so much in the ring? What officiating does, she needs to do is simply just a wrist lock. She needs to just say it's a wrist lock. She needs to count to three, one, two, three. She doesn't need to be so fucking animated. Once again, Aubrey Edwards is trying to steal the heat from the match. She's a referee with her own fucking t-shirt line on ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, she got a merch. It's stupid. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm sick of it. She's got merch. I just don't understand. Anyway, enough with that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us as usual here on Monday nights. Um, uh, I cannot tell you how important it is for you people, and I don't mean you people. You people. I mean, hey, Daniel, Brian, Brian, Danielson, Brian Danielson did a you people, a you people poll. I mean, <laughs> he was like, if it wasn't for you people, and I was like, wow. Dang it. I said on Twitter, Brian Danielson just did a you people fucking promo. Like, I was like, whoa, you people. What, what do you mean, you people? Um, you you non-vegan people is probably what he meant. Um, <clears throat> Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So, Julian, I would like for you to do me a favor. Yes. Tell the fans of BuddySlam.net, the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast, three things that you are so thankful for. Man, let me tell you what I'm thankful for. Number one, I am thankful for two healthy, happy, successful, educated, grown children, both in college, doing well, well well-adjusted, and doing well in life. Number one, that's first and foremost what I'm, what I'm thankful for. Number two, I'm thankful for the beautiful woman of my life, Miss Shayla Brown, um, who has brought me more love and content and just wonderfulness and everything else into my life in the last four and a half years that I could have ever asked for and more than I can have ever asked for in a woman. And number three, I am thankful for... Oh, just my God-given natural talent to amuse myself and <laughs> just keep my head above it all. And whether I, whether it's from watching wrestling or Star Trek or reading comics, whatever it is, man, just you know my my just built-in coping mechanisms and just what keeps me going from day to day. Because shit, it seems to be working pretty damn well. I dig that. I totally dig that 1,000%. I am thankful for, and I just got, let me start by saying this. It's been a really rough time. You know, um, for people who deal with depression, around this time, it gets really bad. I lost my mom. And, you know, once I lost my mom, I kind of shut down. And I'm learning how to live a little. Because when my mom died, I died with her. That's just, that's the simple truth. And wrestling has been like 90% of my life. I'm 47 years old. And I've been a professional wrestler for 29 years. That's a long fucking time. And it kept me above water. It kept me sane, you know? Um, um, So I'm grateful for the people in my life that love me. The ones that stick by me no matter what. Um, Sometimes I go a little off the rails. 
Um, sometimes I get a little closed off, and those that love me don't let me do that. Um, I'm grateful for everyone that has stood by me through thick and thin. Um, and you know who you are. I'm not going to put you on blast because stalkers. Um, <laughs> but you know who you are. Um, I'm also thankful for the people who come every week to watch this podcast. The ones that are on Twitter, the ones that are on Facebook, the ones that are on Instagram, the ones that are on YouTube. I'm thankful for the BodySlam.net crew, Cassidy Haynes. I'm thankful for you, Adam Woods, Tony DeBurns. I'm thankful for BCW Worldwide. Um, All the people that listen to this podcast week after week after week. Uh, I'm even thankful for Shane. Most thank you, Shane. Yeah, thank you, Shane. Uh, I give Shane a lot of shit, ladies and gentlemen, but Shane's a good dude. Um, I'm I'm just thankful for I'm thankful for a lot of things, and Thanksgiving has always been a um, family um, family event. You know, my grandmother loved it. My mom, I remember that you know they would sit up days and nights, um, for days. Like my mom and my grandma was start cooking two days for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. You know, and I was like, damn, Jack, can you fucking sleep? I've been up for like two days. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I appreciate that. And uh that kind of like that that really helps me out. And thankful I'm thankful for the undefeated Kate Hinsler. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say that because she provides me with so much comedy comic relief. She's one of the funniest people around. Um I'm thankful for the wrestling industry in general. Both good and bad. Because if it wasn't for the good and the bad, we wouldn't have this podcast. We wouldn't that be talking to people. Like it, it, it's it's humbling. It's humbling for me to look at the analytics after a podcast and see people literally all around the world, not only watching this podcast on our various stations, but Spotify, Spotify Google, Anchor, Amazon Radio, you know, Amazon. Pandora, iHeart, iHeart Radio, like these are like like legit like worldwide radio stations. Mm-hmm. You got guys in Pakistan and in Bangladesh and in, in Qatar. You got guys oh, on military base, you know, watching this podcast. And you know, the ones that are on Twitter, the ones that are on, you know, it, literally someone hacked my Twitter the other day, yesterday, and took me a couple of hours to get it. Took me a couple hours to get it back. But the fact that some asshole in Texas hacked my Twitter, <laughs> obviously we're doing something right, you know. Yeah, I want to be part of it. So that's the good. Too high profile, man. Too high profile. That's, man, like you said, I got my heat back. <laughs> um, but I'm thankful for my kids. You know, my my kids keep me keep me grounded. Like I said, the people who love me, the ones that I love, thank you. Because sometimes when I don't love myself, you guys grant me that serenity, that peace. Um, and you, the fans that watch the show, like I said, every week around the world, thank you. You have no idea how humbling it is to know that um, people are watching. You know, people are listening to us, and we just we me and me and Julian come on here and we ramble and we talk shit. And we have fun. You know, we have guest hosts that come in. We talk shit. We have fun, and that's what a podcast is supposed to be. We're not always serious. We're not try. We don't try to be too analytical. We have fun at what we do. So, ladies and gentlemen, do me this favor before we get off of here. I want you guys to literally, if you have a parent, a son, a daughter, a brother, sister, 
Today's my sister's birthday. Shout out to my sister. Um, shout out to my brother, my brother too. I love him too. Um, if you have someone significant in your life, don't let a day go by without telling them you love them. Don't go to bed angry. You can be frustrated. I tell people all the time, I love you, but I ain't got to like you. That's just it, you know? And someone told me something the other day, and it struck a chord with me as I sat in the airport. It's I can be mad at you now, but it's only for a minute. It's only for a, only for a few. <clears throat> you know, Thanksgiving is for you to be thankful for the things that you have in your life. Some people don't have those things. So be thankful for what you have. Give them their flowers now. Yep. If you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend, a husband or a wife, that you're at odds with right now, or you're a little upset with, or if there's someone that just needs a, a hug or a conversation or someone who's having, you know, someone who's down on themselves, be there, be their bright, shining light, lift them up. Don't tear them down because you never know, like, the kindest thing that you can say to someone. You never know what kind of day someone's having. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Exactly just, true. Just just remember, people. Always, always remember this. For you to be unkind to somebody, if it's actually going to take time out of your day, why bother? Facts. However, if you're going to be kind to somebody, take all the time you got. Yeah. You never know. 10 seconds, two minutes, a year, a week, a month, an hour. You never know. That can mean, that can mean the world to some people. A how you're doing, or I hope you're doing well, or a hey, I'll just call to check on you because you crossed your, my mind. Exactly. can be just the brightest light in somebody's day. And I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. You just don't know. It takes 30 seconds to reply to a text. Facts. No one is that fucking busy where you can't say, hey, I'm busy. You never know. That text might save someone's life. Um, This weekend, stay home. Stay safe. Please love one another because that's what we do. So with that being said, Julian, would you tell these amazing people where they can watch us every week? Ladies and gentlemen, oh man, once again, I mean, you hear from me, you hear this from me several times a week, but I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna keep on saying it. If you are in the Portland, Oregon area in the great northwest, and it's a Monday, you should tune in to channel 22 on Xfinity TV or channel 8002 on CenturyLink TV on Tuesdays at 9:30 p.m. Tune in to channel 23 Xfinity TV and channel 8003 on CenturyLink TV. Or if it's a Wednesday, make it 9.30 p.m. and tune into Channel 11 on both Xfinity TV and CenturyLink TV. Man, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be cool, you want to be one of the cool kids, you know, those cool kids, you can go ahead and support this channel. You can go to www.slamchats.com to support the boys and girls that work here at BodySlam.net because guess what? We got families to do too. It's Thanksgiving. Let's do and it. You know, and you know what we do to people who don't want to be cool? We spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check us out when you're driving around town, you're doing your thing, but you can't be looking at your screen in your car because 
That'll get you, you in trouble. You can just check us out on Google, Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and all those cool major podcast platforms because we are literally everywhere. And I'm talking about everywhere. Like, like I was like, damn, we there too? Are you kidding me? We're there you know too. What? For all your pro wrestling needs, you go to Body7.net. For all your wrestling news needs, opinions, editorials, news stories, breaking news. Cassidy Haynes was the man who broke the news about Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Mm. Yeah, all that. All that. And look, here's something cool, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of the coolest things you'll ever, 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 ever do for me. Go check out BCW Worldwide Presents for Stuff for Self live on pay-per-view Saturday, November 27th. That is this kind of Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Three days away. Oh, my God. Three days away. Uh, it's going to be live at the Holocene, downtown Portland at 1001 Southeast Morrison Street. Doors open at 3.30. Bell time is at 4 p.m. And check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are on sale at eventbrite.com backslash BCW Worldwide Presents. Go stuff yourself. It is a 21-over show. You need vaccination card and our current vaccination test, um, our current um, negative test in the last 24 or 48 hours. <clears throat> also, the best thing that I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not in Portland and you still want to check the show out, psst, man, it's real simple. All you gotta do is go to YouTube, go to Twitter, I mean, sorry, go to go to your your Yahoo, your AOL, your MySpace, your MSN, your whatever it is. And go type in BCW Booker. That is BCWBOOKER at gmail.com. Find out how you can get the link, the special link, so you can watch this show live. It's going to be off the chain, off the hook, off the shizzle for shizzle, all that cool shit. Man, it ain't going to be on TikTok. It ain't going to be on none of the places. It's going to be on the BCW Worldwide um, exclusive link. So, ladies and gentlemen, go. Get that shit. I'm telling you, it is about to go stuff yourself. Man, if you like, I'm man, look. Do we get the rat king? Man, the rat king. You know, so here's a okay, here's a little sneak peek. You know, the rat king challenged Draven Vargas. And Draven Vargas said that he's he's not the man the rat king thinks he is. Is Draven still around? Last time we saw him, he had a mouthful of thumbtacks. That was that was cray cray. Crazy, crazy. But they're facing off against these guys right here. BCW. BCW. Saturday. The 27th. This Saturday. This Saturday. Like in a few days. Like in a few days. Holocene. <laughs> you can get your tickets online, which I highly recommend. Get them online. If you don't, you may not get them. And what time's the show? 4 p.m. 5 p.m.? 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Some places say 5, but it's really 4 p.m. Those are the BCW Worldwide Tag Team Champions, the Natural Born Outlaws, me and Matt Traeger, and the man that even, the man named Chuck Norris is scared of, the one, the only Lone Star. Who's in the bottle? Um, I refuse to um, answer that on the grounds that it might incriminate some people. Um, yeah. I will say, Seamus, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah, all right. Storyline gotcha. from 2020. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, I will say, someone is going to drink that bottle. Anyway. Someone put it in Steve Ringle's tea. I gotcha. Oh, wow. 
Wow, you really, you shit, you just dated yourself there, buddy. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here on the Roundtable Promotion Podcast. We hope you had a great time, and we hope to see you guys on Friday when we come back with the Rampage review, because I don't think I want to do SmackDown. It's going to be a Thanksgiving tradition. Wow, that was the Survivor Series. Later. Later.